With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Mikey there? So we have an eventful show for everyone today. Season is over. Big major congrats to one of the best Super Bowl games I've ever seen in my lifetime. Huge congrats to the New England Patriots. Nobody wanted to see him go back, but honestly, it made for an absolutely amazing game. They went head-to-head with the Atlanta Falcons. I was at an awesome Super Bowl party, so one of the best Super Bowl parties ever. So big ups to the fact that I was in Minnesota at Smash. If you've never been to the Mall of America, you have to hit up Smash. It's like Dave and Buster's inside of a mall. It's absolutely awesome. Go-karts, everything. And so there was a huge... Super Bowl viewing party, and we had an absolute ball. So, you know, thanks for the promoters for that. Anthony Harris of the Vikings came out, so it was great. But I was teased the entire game simply because I was like, the Patriots are going to win. And it didn't look good looking at 28-3, to but Patriots pulled it off. Tom Brady doesn't look like he is any closer to 40 than a 22-year-old, and it was an absolute great game. So Patriots fans had a ball. We had a ball, just one of the best viewing parties ever. So congratulations to the New England Patriots. And congratulations to the Atlanta Falcons for making it another great When no one expected them to do as well as they did. They actually did a great job handling the um the Patriots. So we can only hope to imagine what's going to happen next season when they fix a few things, get rid of a few things. They've already started uh, making a few changes. So they, again, will be a team to watch. So how about that? So today on our show, we are talking about teams in the NFC North that are the butt of quite a few jokes. They are two teams that we have to discuss over and over and over again. They shock us either when they're doing good or when they're doing really bad. There's no happy medium with these two teams. And we are talking about the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. So today we have gone ahead and taken it upon ourselves to check out what these two teams need, who's in free agency, and what's really, really going on what's needed to get these teams from the bottom of the barrel. Now, no doubt, the Detroit Lions did really, really great this year. Really, really great. And and, and I mean that as – how can I put this? 
not great as to what we would have seen from what, what we saw from the Falcons or the madness that the Green Bay Packers were able to pull out at the end of the season. I am talking great in the sense of who in the world thought that the Lions, after everything that they've been through the last few years, could even have a chance to close out this season on top. So that's like super weird in itself. So we decided to figure out what happened. They fell from grace. The Packers, who were having a very confusing beginning to the 2016 season, um, came through. Hulk Hogan smashed everybody at the end of the season and walked away with the title. So we're going to talk about what changes need to be made when it comes to that. And then we're going to swing around and take a look at the Chicago Bears. There are a couple things with the Chicago Bears going on. Well, there are more than a couple things with the Chicago Bears going on. Like, every time we look at them, it's almost like crickets. So I um, I don't really know what's going on with the Chicago Bears at all, but one thing I do know is they've decided to increase ticket prices. Um, crazy. <clears throat> And they've also, you know, they, they're dangling Alshon Jeffrey out there. They don't have a real quarterback. They're looking at Garoppolo. Aside from the running back, Mr. Howard is a beast. I uh, I don't think they'll have another good season at all. So we've got a couple fans who's been looking at free agency um everything when it comes to them and we're trying to figure out what to do so we're going to start with the Chicago Bears first so my co-host Mike who is a diehard Bears fan of which I am not I'm from the city but I'm not and he is going to you know he's looking at free agency right now he's going to bring up a few stats he's going to tell us about a few acquisitions yes there were a few acquisitions the Bears are starting to get busy this week like everyone else who they've picked up, um, everything. So hang on a second. Let me swing around. Co-host Mike, are you there? Is he there? Is he not there? Where is he? Because he really wanted to do this segment. And I can't take it. I mean, I can take it from him, but I wouldn't care. I'm such an awesome co-host. I might have to take it from him. Maybe he's scared to do this. Mikey, Mike, are you there? So this is probably what normally happens with, like, all Bears fans. This is, like, the outcome. You want to talk Bears and you just get this. So there's that. Okay, so he's finding his way in. So now we're going to go ahead and kick off and start the whole the, the segment completely. So what we're going to start with is the situation at quarterback. We all know that Jay Cutler hasn't been a good fit for the Bears in a while, and he definitely has proven his time here has come to a complete end. So we are talking to Bears fans today. The first stop is the quarterback situation. And we're learning that with Tom Brady saying he is not ready to walk away from the game of football, that may have just put Garoppolo on the block to be traded. And for some, they seem to think that Chicago is this amazingly good fit for Garoppolo. So when we break right, down the type of game that we have, yeah, I can hear you now. 
is Garoppolo right. an actual <laughs> good fit? So we, we're starting with the Bears. We're starting at quarterback. Is Garoppolo a good fit for the Bears? Should that be what the Bears are going after? Do the Bears need to go after and draft a young QB? Will Garoppolo work? Will the Patriots really let Garoppolo go? Are the Bears going to pay a Garoppolo type of quarterback exactly what he needs to be paid as a lure and draw to come to the Chicago Bears? We've had all kind of QB questions, and we haven't even moved into other positions. So what are you thinking when it comes to Garoppolo? Well, you know, I well, I think that well, as far as the QB the position period, we definitely need you know a new quarterback. Um, Colors has exhausted his stay here, and after the family decided to spend so much money on a quarterback who couldn't even get you to you know a 500 type season, let alone a Super Bowl or the playoffs, you know, um, I think the writing is definitely on the wall for him. Now, as far as Garoppolo goes. Um, I think the showing that he showed, you know, the play and his skills he showed when he when Brady was going through his suspension before he went down and got hurt, um, you know, he's probably deserving of the opportunity now. Will he fit into um, the system here? Uh, I don't even know if he'll fit into that the system. To be honest with you, because I don't, I think they're still trying to figure out how to use the people they have. <laughs> um, but we definitely do need to do something about the quarterback situation. As far as drafting goes, um, I know that the – I forgot what his name is. There's one guy, one player, who's definitely interested in, in being the number one draft pick for uh, for Dallas. I believe he's a quarterback as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think in order to really shore up what Chicago needs to do, they're going to have to take a long lick at, you know, everything else that supports the quarterback session, position. I know they went and got a guard and um, some more wide receivers, another running back, um, and, these, and these guys were all put on reserves, you know, for future. Um, I think as it stands right now, they definitely need to do something about, you know, someone who's going to be um, a, a good ball controller for um I like the current quarterback um I uh, can't remember his name right now, um, that they had to finish out the season. And I think that he does deserve the opportunity to move forward because outside of the, I think the six picks he threw at the end of the season, um, outside of those, he did did exactly what, you know, was expected of him in those, in the, in the games he played with what was left of the season. Um, I do expect that the Bears will not only – Get, do something about the quarterback situation, but they're definitely going to have to do something about the line, you know, in that respect to getting us um, someone who can protect whoever they have back there. I know Kyle Long was out with injuries this year, and he'll be back. Um, there's a few other there's a few other um, players that we need to replace. we got to do something on defense with our defensive backs. Um, this past year, um, we didn't really do well as far as you know, defending or getting takeaways and pass breakups That's and true, interceptions and things it, of that it's, nature. It's crazy. It's crazy because there are some games that the team did do well. Um, and I'll point out, well, probably the three wins. Um, <laughs> they actually did do pretty decent. Um, I do, I did like when the backup quarterback did come in to see the change in the chemistry of how he was able to connect. Um with the players, especially uh, Mr. Howard, the running back is awesome, but the O line is not so good. So that's something. Oh no, no, that we definitely need when some When we look at that. the O line, though, and and are you thinking um, 
you know, this is something that could be fixed. Free agency, a couple trade moves, pull, pull a few people off the practice squad. Like, where do you have? Well, I, I mean, think it, if if you're looking at, you know, because we're definitely going to have to take into consideration what you know what's going to happen with the salary cap, who's going to move with free agency. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is is in the toss of you know possibly moving on, um, and, and to a different team. And right now, I believe his salary. Uh, let me pull it up for you all. You know, he's fourteen million. Fourteen like yeah, you know, roughly fifteen million for his salary for two thousand sixteen. Um and these are all the free agencies. So he's uh, he's a free agent this year. Brian Hoy is a free agent. Um Mac McCantis McCants, who's a right tackle, he's a free agent. Um, Ted Larson, Eric Cush, they're both guards, they're both free agents. And what you have to understand is that what I'm reading is a top down who you know, as far as who has the most money being spent on them. So right now Alshon Jeffrey tops it out with fifteen million. Brian Hoyer's Hoy is only at two. Um McCants is one point six. Ted Larson's at one point six. Um Eric Cush who's a guard, he's also at one point two. And Jonathan Banks cornerback is at one point one. Everybody else on this list is eight thousand and below. Eight hundred thousand and below rather. So Carter Barth the kicker, he's a free agent. Sam Acho. Some of these people you'll never hear or never even mm-hmm. seen on the field as far as in, you know, full-time play on either side. They may have been on special teams or something like that, um, you know. But I think that the best way, you know, if they're going to do something to make some moves, it would be smarter for them to go. I would go with the, the with the free agency route. One, because I'm going to get somebody who's already been in the league for a while, who, who's a veteran, and I need that type of play at my, at the, at my guard and at my tackles you know, positions in order to protect my quarterback. Um, that's what I would do. Um, I would definitely give me make sure I have something to shore that up. You know, when you have someone like Kyle Long goes down, and we see what happens when that ha- you know, because of it, you know, like half the line suffered off of one guy. You know what I mean? So we definitely need to have, be able to have more Very people true. that can step in, you know, and shore that and keep that line short up. So it shouldn't take one person to go down, and then all of a sudden we're suffering and we can't protect our quarterback. That's not good. That means that you didn't do you didn't do what you should have done as a coach to make sure you have somebody who equally step in and support that role. You know, so I think that's the best thing that the Bears can do. They have to start looking at how are we going to put you know people. What do we have to support our starters? What type of players do we have behind our starters? Could could this player be a number one, or is he always going to be a number two? Because I'd rather have two number ones playing behind each other than to have a number one, number two. If I have two people that are both that, and then one is just a little bit slightly better than the other one, but the other person does a job well, <clears throat> I can go with that because that means that no matter what, okay, so, I don't have to worry so about my line breaking down. So now let's let's revisit some things. You did say that it comes down to coaching. So with that being said, so we're talking about the, the QB position mm-hmm. and coaching. John Fox. This is the probably the first time in a while that we've seen John Fox with a lackluster team and they just just doesn't seem like they have like they get up and go to do what they need to get up and go get. Mm-hmm. Well, the, you know, is it taking too long? Is John Fox the right fit? I mean, it's the obvious, you know, he's still there. They said he wasn't going anywhere, so there's that. But is he the right fit? Does he have enough tenacity and drive to get this team rapidly where it needs to go? Well, I think he does. It's, it's, I don't think it's a question of whether or not he does. I think it's more whether 
you're not he gets the support of you know the the big house whether he gets down behind him. I think that them allowing him another year is smart because you got to really look at it. What he came he got when you're a coach and you get hired from one team to another, you inherit, inherit whatever's there. You know, and then you have to work with those pieces, and, you, and it's, it's like playing. Well, it's like putting together no, a putting at, together a bad puzzle. At this puzzle. point, though, John. At this point, John Fox can be calling shots and making these decisions. He didn't just walk into this position right now. So at this point, you know, he he can be making a few little changes here. Like what's up? I would. I um, definitely would. I think that, you know, um, I think that he'll. I think this season will probably be the, be the one which will determine whether or not he stays, how long he stays afterwards. Um, if they don't turn around after the dismal crap they did last year, you know, this this particular past season, um, then I believe – I pretty much say they'll let him – you know, he'll have to walk after that. But I believe that right now they believe they have the makings of, of you know, being a contender – and a lot of it's gonna be in the moves they make with the offseason. You and I both know that. You know, this is this is a time when you actually take you know, you look at what you have, you assess, you say, All right, well, I got Kevin White, uh, he may be back, but I don't know if he's gonna be hundred percent so I'm but at the same time I've got this great guy who just Kevin, broke out Kevin over who? here. You know. Kevin, right, that's Kevin, my why that, and that's my whole point. Get out of here. We're, so, no, and, I, and the only reason I bring him up is because they drafted him and then he got hurt. And then he ended up being, you know, being hurt. He's so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah. All right, I, but, Kevin but White's career. I, I only bring him up so that I can shed some light on Cameron Meredith. Okay, well, let's see. Hold on, hold that's, on. Let's see. Let's see. That's the reason let's why see. I bring him nah. up because – you you hear what oh. he's saying about the Bears? We we're not on Detroit yet, so hold on. We ain't get to Detroit yet, but he seems you know. Good morning, sir. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You so How's it going? <laughs> oh my God! Here you going. Go. <laughs> I actually I actually yeah. just tuned in. I had some um, dramatization, some social media dramatization I had to handle, but uh, good morning, oh. guys. How's everything going? Yes. Oh, man, you Amazing. always got social media drama coming on. They put you back in jail again. Not, not yet. I'm anticipating that happening within the next 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, man, look, Nas is always in Facebook jail. Facebook jail, Instagram jail. You been in Twitter jail yet? I'm actually permanently banned. My IP address is permanently banned from Twitter. From Twitter, I went to Twitter jail yeah. for the first time. So I, um, you are talking to you're, we are we are talking to someone who's actually been permanently banned from Twitter. But you know, it's only because Nas likes to speak his mind, and most people don't agree with what he has to say. And he can be a little, uh, what's the word, Nas? Compelling. Real. real. Yeah. Totally real. He said compelling. He, he, <laughs> so man, we talking about these bears. You know, and I know that I know you're a fan. You ride for your team. You know, and everything. And we're talking about you know the quarterback situation. Should they be involved in this trade with Garoppolo? If um, they decide if the Patriots decide to put them on the trading block, you know how is that going to benefit them? Should they go ahead and stick with, you know, the current quarterback? Um, 
with um what is the name? I can't remember his name. I just saw it. Mac with Matt Barkley. They stick with him, even though his you know he's no what you know so right. I'm just that, saying, was you know? that was a band aid. That was a band aid. Really? Hey, hey. They might like the band aid. We say stranger things in the NFL. They That's all I'm saying. Is a band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I think Garoppolo is a I think he's an excellent quarterback just off of the simple fact he came out of Belichick's system. But the thing about Belichick's system is Belichick's system only works when you're playing with Belichick when, when I have seen. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm not really sure how, how good that skill set would apply with the Bears, especially with they, 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 the coach being a little bit conservative. Unlike Belichick, mm-hmm. will do yeah craziness like two-point conversions just because it's Tuesday. Um, I don't know how that would really fit in the Bears system. But uh, his skill set, I don't think that can be questioned at this point. I mean, he's a Belichick person. So, yeah, and, and, I don't that's, know. I, and I, that's one of the things I was thinking of, too. Like, you know, and well, we've had I, this you conversation know, I, I, before I, I, about quarterbacks and systems. Um, and I see, I, I thought I, I would see something different with John Fox coming to the Bears. And I, and I thought, I'm going to have, and, it's, and, it's a, and, it's, and he's a very I'm conservative coach. Like, he don't really take a lot different of. different happens. And I'm going to throw. I mean, and that's, that's where, that's really where I am with it. Like, you know, I would really like to see more exciting play. Um, you know, Chicago is is it's, it's that type of city where you know you got to be daring and on the edge with everything, um, especially in the sports world. So, it to for him to be as you know um, laid back as he is, you know, as as a description, um, I would definitely like to see him be a lot more aggressive this season. But you, but in order to do that, you got to have an aggressive quarterback, you know, an aggressive game plan and you know, an aggressive system, and that's just not what we have here now. Um, we have, like I said, we've had this conversation about, you know, quarterbacks and systems, and if you take this quarterback and put him over here, is he as successful? Um, now, obviously, Belichick has one of those systems where, as, you know, you throw, like we said before, you can put anybody in it, and pretty much somehow they become a star. Same thing, almost the same thing with, you know, with Green Bay. You know, um, where they have that type of system where if if you have natural talent, it's just a matter of putting you in a position where you can excel so people can see it. Um, here, though, it doesn't seem to – we don't have that. We, You know, it's like it's like ch- playing chess in Chicago when it comes to putting the team together on the football, on the football field for some, for some reason. You know, and it's I, I, I don't think it's hard to get people to come here you know, to play, oh. but when you, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I, I look, man, I'm trying to be nice and give them type, some type of, you no, know, no, we're thing, not but... here to be nice today. We're not here to be nice. <laughs> we're, we're, this is the real, this, this is the real, is the real on both of these teams. The because next week, when, next week when it's, it. when it's Green Bay and the Vikings, I'm going in. I'm not, and, and I love, I, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I'm diehard for the purple and gold and I'm going in. Damn, we're talking unless something miraculously happens. We, I'm even going in on the Adrian Peterson situation. I'm going in. So this is not the night show. This is literally fans. What is needed? To, what 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 do we have to throw out? Fire, set on fire. Because they just increased. The Bears now have one of the most expensive tickets to purchase they have to go one to of a game. They haven't even seen the real postseason in nine years. And right. And I and. 
when they you just raised the ticket prices again. I really couldn't. I couldn't understand them raising. What? Why? Why raise ticket prices when I your record that's doesn't the taxes, indicate that's that's that? The, that's the taxes. That's, that's the Chicago taxes tax here. Tax but if we wouldn't. That we wouldn't have that problem though. Had you had ten thousand more seats, friends of the park, put in a stadium that lost <laughs> national <laughs> monument status anyway, because we definitely would have had a Super Bowl. But that's a whole nother mob action you know, show the, for my hometown. The, 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 that's the friends of the park for so you. whatever with that. And, and, and I don't even, we don't know even have no George up. Lucas Museum, you know, what's really. You, know. you, you did hear hey, about that, Nas, didn't here? you? Yeah, we talked about that. They're, they're not friends. They're friends of the haters. That's ridiculous. Yeah. They suck. This is how I so, feel but as far as. You know, as so far as with, what, with that being uh, said, we're we're not here to be nice with the Bears because if you're telling me standing room only, then, which a person fell off and died three years ago from, has anybody else at a stadium ever died from standing room only besides the Soldier Field? This no, dude straight really. fell off the he died. That's crazy. But and now you're gonna make me pay two fifty for that. You're gonna make me pay two fifty to not see nothing going on the field. Yeah, get out. That's of why here. people gonna say, huh? But if you That's want to talk about what the Bears need to do, home. the Bears need the Bears. I know they don't stay home. I gotta do something on Sunday, so I'm gonna go watch the Bears. But but, dude, let's come. Listen, you know, if you really want to be honest about what the Bears need, they need a complete overhaul of their entire team, pretty much. Yeah. If you if you want to go from top to bottom, they need a complete overhaul. Period. Now, how do you do that? And you know, in a short amount of time and really get it to where you can be successful, I have no clue. You got to do a lot of trading. You got to do get. You know, you're going to have to pull up a lot of free agents, and you got to figure out what you got. Because right now they don't have a whip at all. They got like, you don't even, it, you don't even get the W off of it. They can't whip nobody. 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 They threaten nobody when they step on the field. Nobody's scared of the Bears at all. No, You know, so they – and, and that's that's the sad part about it that you pretty much go, they gonna pretty much have to do an overhaul of everything. You know now who do you keep in in order to do that? You know you, from, you said you said they were getting rid of the McCaskies. Oh, I got excited. No, okay. I wish. I well, I mean that's a good. I, it, if you really want to, you know, because what people do understand about le- about success, see, the success in an organization is is from the top down. So if the people at, at the top aren't making great decisions, you know, for the, for for the franchise, and we've historically know that they do not make the best decisions when they pick up anybody. Um, I'm not. I won't say anybody because they have. They we have had some great players come out of here, but they end up leaving, and nobody really wants to stay because they'll trade you um, for somebody younger if they think that's going to help. You know, help. Hence, you know why you know Howard's playing now, but at the same time, he Jordan Howard can ball. I ain't knocking him. You know, so he wasn't a bad replacement, but you know, for when you're number one draft pick never hits the field because he's hurt when your number two or your number one wide receiver at the time uh, you know Jeffrey is sometime you on the field or hurt or being held back for you know being himself and cash you know what I'm talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know when you got that type of stuff going on and it is, and you can't you can't build continuity on a team, man. Where, where 
nobody's really invested in winning totally because at that point you gotta if I'm a, I'm three and thirteen, I'm really not vested in my season. I'm out here to get my paycheck and go home. And that's how they play. Man, we gotta show up, play this game today, dog. All right, man, we just do it after. Dog, I don't know, I might be too engaged. You know, let's let's make it strike, dog. Let's go bowling. All right, man, we show you know right up the street. We we just roll right over there. We catch Uber. <laughs> That's, that's crazy, though. You know, I'm just saying, though. You lost 13 crazy, games. Man. So, 13 days, you was at home kicking it right after the game because what for? What you got to celebrate? And you can tell by the way they came to play, man. It's like, well, we just here. You know, and and granted that most of their games, they you know, they didn't get blown out or they were in it, for the, you know, for the most part. But the bottom line is, you know, how do you repair a 3-13 and season? You, you repair know, a three and thirteen season with uh, Johnny Manziel. That's how you repair it. Ah man, I don't think Johnny would do well here. Honestly, <laughs> I, I really don't think he would do well I here. Do. I do. You think, think he? You think he do, do well. well? You know he might. Somebody got to. Somebody got to entertain fit. you for two hundred and fifty dollars for standing room only. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you want to be, if you want to be entertained. <laughs> And you just need something to talk about, you know. Then you got, then obviously you got, you know, then bring some drama. It's better than, you know, I'm, if you don't take $250, you might as well have, you know, I might as well see some drama. You know, bring, bring, but, instead of bringing but me somebody he would who can't definitely, win. They would have to make sure that he lived in Gurney. Like, don't even let him have an apartment in the shack because then it's going down. Oh, no, yeah. I don't if even want to. city, you can hang gone. it up. Yeah. You know, but, he, he will be back. But maybe. He'll definitely be back to Owens himself. If they just gave him a trial run in Chicago, I would be there for it. I, I would actually go to a game. I would have You know, to and it might, considering his skill set, you know, um, he may actually not be a bad fit. But I don't think you know. At the, at the same, at the same time, you still gotta, you know, we still gotta, we still gotta do the line, you know, because I don't think that he's been pressured enough. Or you you don't want him to come here and get beat down. <laughs> you don't have a backup, and then you back in the same situation you were last year, trying to figure out how to deal with Cutler broken thumb. <laughs> you know, so I think that they're definitely going to have to do some things to to change it up. You know, like I said, it's it's, it's overhaul time, man. It's not you, you want to rebuild. You might as well go ahead and just like tear down the whole wall and say, "I'm using you, using you. You got to go. You got to go." You know they did some they did some signing for reserves and stuff over the past week, uh, past few weeks or whatever up until um, this to I think the last most recent one was on the tenth. Um, they they put um, Dre Anderson, a wide receiver, he's on reserves. Um, he's out of Utah. Devontae Bosby, he's a DB. He's out of Pittsburgh State. Um, David Cobb is a running back from Minnesota. Cornelius Edison is an offside linebacker out of Portland State. Jacoby Glenn and Capron Lewis Moore are both cornerback and decent and D Lyman out of Central Florida and Notre Dame. And we picked up outlaw outside linebacker William Poles from Montana. Ruben Randall, a wide receiver out of LSU. Rashad Reynolds, a DB out of Oregon State. And Cyril Richardson, an outside linebacker out of Baylor. So just based off of the reserve and future list alone, you know, they picked up a lot of. Um, Defensive players, which is needed, you know. <clears throat> they picked up two, one, two, three, 
a wide receiver and running back, so two three three offensive players and the rest of it was all DB, you know, all defense, which is what's needed as well. You know, our we definitely got to get better on our coverage, um, coverage with our with our cornerbacks. Let it entirely too many passes get thrown, not enough breakups, not enough interceptions. You know, I don't even think we had a pick six all year. I got to go back and look, but if there was one, I'd be like really surprised to be honest with you. Um, but there's there's definitely got to be some change, man. I don't, um, and I'm hoping that John Fox is really taking a hard look at what he has to work with, and looking at his free agency list and uh, observing what's you know who's going to be available in the draft because obviously they're going to you know I think they get the third pick or something like that you know because of their season they you know I guess who are and I've never understood this I guess if you're the poor team you get to go first you need the most help. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah. Y'all need That's help. So we let you go first. You know, and, so, it used to and kill I get me that. When people were like, it used to really kill me though when people were like, "Oh, the season's bad. Just give up and get like the number one draft pick." Dude, that might not be the yeah. answer. Like. <laughs> It's right, and, and that's what no, my thing is like that. that. You know, that may not really be the answer is to tank your season so you get a draft pick. Why would you want to do that? Because you heard everything about you that, that brings other. You know, the most players want to come to you. Nobody wants to play for a loser. I mean, it happens. We know it happens because people just want to play. But the bottom line is, when you get onto a team, you are going to that team because you want to help them win. So you want to be where you have the best chance and the best opportunity to do so. And you know, come here to Chicago would be definitely something that, you know, they would have to consider as far as what needs to be done. You know, people are tired of not getting to the playoffs, you know, you know the past few years um, and are really ready to be able to move forward and, and get another uh, Super Bowl here. But get a who? can't do that. A what? Super get a Bowl. what? Yeah, exactly. I know, right. <laughs> Hey, look, man. Well, gonna do that. You want y'all want? I know that's what I'm man. saying. That's the whole point. When y'all gonna do that? And <laughs> <laughs> that's my whole question. When y'all gonna do that? So nobody wants to, you know. We, and I'm not talking about get there and then lose like a few years ago. Who wants? Who, you know, we talking about get there and win. So but you I know think they, they have a, a mess season. I'll give them a season because it was like a Falcon season for them when. Nobody yeah, thought I, that, I like the, the Bears were all over yeah. the place, and nobody. Their people were like, "Are you serious? They keep winning." So I'll give them that season. They, they are not. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. That one particular season, you know, they, that that was that was a highlight. You know, in the, in in the most recent history of you know, with Chicago, Rex Grossman as a quarterback, they went to the Super Bowl. Right. So don't tell me what a team could do. Right. Just saying. Nobody Just heard anything from Rex since. So. Um, oh no, Rex had but, a couple good jobs. What you mean, Rex had a Rex moved around. Rex was like two points around. around. Rex moved back. Rex had some. Rex was decent, man. He was no, decent. I'm not taking away his. You know, I'm not talking away taking away his getting decent. I'm just saying that you know, since that one run to the Super Bowl, he hasn't gotten back to it since. But that does. That's not taking away his success and him still playing. You know where he's played. I, I'm not taking away from that at all. You know, but I'm just saying, you know, um, Chicago Bears, at some point, dang, we'd like to have another title. You know, we'd like to actually, like, not be 13 and I'm 3 sorry, and, sneezed. you know, it, it not turn off the TV halfway through the season and 
I'm just it, saying. It must, <laughs> it, it, it must be it must be great saying we like to have another title, whereas here in Detroit we'd like to have a title. So we are both in the same boat. Unless it's like well, 1942, man, we, we it don't even matter no more. Yeah, we've only, <laughs> we've only have it's only been one here. You know, obviously, so it, I, my thing is. No, it has not been one no something everybody no, else does. No, 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 no. In the last, what is it, 30, 30 35 years has been one. But, no, you got to remember, like, the head-to-head very beginnings of the what became the NFL between the Packers and the Bears. So it's been more than one. But I'm just saying, like, oh, since, I'm, I'm just saying. I guess people like, have I'm writing about in, or something. I'm talking about in my, in my lifetime. In your lifetime. In my <laughs> lifetime. That's what I. That's what. Let me be specific. No, no, you in might have to life, pull an Eric Badu. You might have to pull an Eric Badu on this one, cause I don't. Boy, look at me. And it might be that it might be somebody else's lifetime. I might well, Virginia ain't never been. The way they play Virginia it right now. Come on, Well, okay, so that's what you need. That's what we're thinking. So, of course, Bears fans, if there's any hope, any changes you'd like to see, considering you've got to now pay a whole lot more, as if we didn't pay a lot. To go to Soldier Field. Yeah, anyway. that's probably one of the changes they want to see. We want they want the tickets to go back there. <laughs> Change these ticket prices. Hit us up um, on Twitter, Football Fan Rush. You can always follow us on Blog Talk Radio or Tune In Radio and tell us exactly what you think. It can be as lengthy. You can tell us we're wrong, we're right. Add your own twist to it. But we are going to be really working hard, almost like we're in the war room, to see what the Bears need to have another successful season. So swinging right along, since we have Nas on the line, Nas hails from Michigan, and he is definitely, definitely a Detroit Lions fan. So with that being said, I'm going to run through some things. So I'm going to run through some things um, because I had the pleasure of, well, we actually, for the last two Years on the show, we were cheerleaders for Detroit, and they got it first place. And we was like, "No, nah, this is all bad. This is all bad." <laughs> we wasn't serious, but this is not right. So they actually were listening to us. Did what we asked them to do. We were like, "No, no, wait, no, we're not ready." So there are a few things I'm gonna throw out here first, and I'm gonna let Nas run away with it. Um, one of my favorite uh, beat writers for the Detroit Lions is Tim Twentyman. So anyone that follows the Lions know that this is one of the people you get all your info from. So he listed yeah, a few Tim, be positions. Yeah, Tim does. Um, he listed a few positions that need to be seriously looked at in the off season, or, or just things that need to happen. He's concerned with you know having a pass rusher. So um, you know he that's a an issue. The running back situation, the linebackers definitely a much stronger quarter corner back. Um, he says they're good on receivers, but, you know, if there was another star receiver that they could grab, be a veteran, or just an, an awesome draft standout in any round, no matter what round he came in, that would be great as well. Also, like, he's looking at the defensive tackle position. So those are positions that he said are pretty key that the Lions need to capitalize on. Then I went over, and I did put this on our Twitter. If you follow Football Fan Rush on Twitter, I did put the link up. You can check your team and see – who's a free agent being unrestricted, restricted, undrafted free agent, 
whatever, you could actually see um, your team, you can see the salary, so that helps gauge the salary cap. And so when it comes to just some of the bigger names right now for the Lions that are up for free agency, which looks like the whole goddamn team, but we're looking at like Anquan Bolden and Tyron Walker and unfortunately not Golden Tate, but um, Tim Wright, Larry Warfel <laughs> that I, I actually really do like, um, Garrett Reynolds, Drake Bell. Was Drake? I would not be surprised if Drake did not come back. Um, Andre Roberts is on there. Riley Rice is on there. And those are just the unrestricted along with their salary. And then the restricted free agency list for <clears throat> the Detroit Lions is a half step. And either with TJ Jones, um, Kyrie Thornton, I think they should bring back. So you get to see the salaries and see what they're working with. So now I'm going to turn it over to Nas. And I'm going to say this. Of course, I'm impressed with Matt Stafford. I would love to see. I know Anquan is up in age. Anquan's closer. You know, that was my college life. But I thought Anquan did a really good job of being that veteran that stepped up and filled right in. It was almost like there was no drop-off with losing Megatron in a sense. So what do you think um, from Anquan Bolden on down, the changes that need to be made, these free agents that are listed, who should go, who should stay, who should get a one-year contract, and what should the Lions be looking for in the draft? Trade bait, um, I would get rid of immediately uh, Golden Tate. I'll be honest with you, his performances over the years have not been as stellar. And that probably goes back to what I was saying about Garoppolo working in a, in, a, in a system. In Seattle, Golden Tate was the man. In Detroit, working with the coaching staff here, he kind of is subpar, to say the least. So I definitely would use him for trade bait. Um while there's still while there's still a chance, the main thing I really want to see the Lions address this year, especially the draft, would be one they have no running game, and I would like to see that happen to take some of the pressure off of Matt Stafford. I think it's unfair to expect him to be the comeback kid um, every single game. I think that's a little ridiculous. Um, other things that I think should be addressed: the offensive line, definitely. Um, Stafford is hit. I think more so than any quarterback in the league at this point. Um, the wide receiving core is where I would get rid of Tate and probably use him for bait to split for another top end wide receiver with some really good uh, supporting staff around him. Tight ends, absolutely terrible, DBs. Um, and, again, offensive line. I think that should be upgraded effective immediately. That's the main thing. We can't get it. Even if we had a great running back, if we had uh, Ezekiel Elliott, where would he really go to? He would be yeah, having two, two yards per yeah two yards per run. We can get Ezekiel Elliott right now, two yards per run. If we had Joe Montana in his prime as quarterback, what could he really do? <laughs> so, mm. And to those line issues are addressed. Hey. It's really yeah, it's quite frivolous in my opinion. But I think, I think the NFC North <coughs> period has a, um, a O line issue. All four teams. You would, really yeah, 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 think because they all have that same issue. They all they have, have. They definitely have an O line issue, which I know my squad got to chopping the O line up yesterday. They was out there karate chopping like they was future. Like they, <laughs> like this is not. Nah, you gotta go. Thanks for being here. Get your shit. So it was kind of like they, <laughs> you know, they gotta, yeah. So with that being said, do you see? Detroit taking more advantage of free agency? Do they need more veteran players to come be that complete part of getting them another run at the postseason? Or should they go younger and spend more time in the draft? Because there are quite a few surprise rounds. I mean, look, Dak Prescott, look what the Cowboys ended up 
and he came out. Was that the fourth round? Did that come out in the yeah. fourth? I thought it was like the end of the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should should could the Detroit Lions have that type of luck, or should they really be like mess mess screw that? Let's go get some free agents and let's just you know hammer time everybody to the postseason. The free agent thing for the Lions has been kind of. I mean, I don't know. It, you, I gotta go back to that Grappolo thing. Using using that model, yo. You, they draft, they or they they grab all these free agent players that were at best subpar. I mean, and then they implement them into a system where the staff and coaches are already like super depressed. Um, they're drinking every night after practice, and you expect oh, them to be superstars. Yeah, I oh, think wow. that what they need to do is literally just reboot and start worrying, focusing on drafting quality players and keeping them and actually developing them instead of hitting the panic button after the first season. You cannot expect a guy fresh out of college to come off and be the next Joe Montana or the next Reggie Bush. It does not work like that. Every now and again you get a lucky, you get a lucky break like the Ezekiel Elliott's, but even with using him, again, it all falls back to the line. Look at Dallas's offensive line. Dak Prescott has about an hour and a half per play to throw to whoever he can, to whoever you want to throw it to. Oh, so, I don't, then. yeah, I don't want I don't want them to do the free agency thing, and I, I want just the proof is in the pudding. What's the guy? I can't even pronounce his name. Nagata or Raymond Noodle Soup. Nagata guy. Yeah, from, stop calling him Ravioli. Yeah, Nagata. Like really. <laughs> Where, where is this dude? Like he was supposed to be like the second coming of Sue. Nobody could ever be that, and I don't. I don't like when they do stuff like that. I don't like when. I hate when they do that. Like nobody can be in Dominican, and and Dominican was in Dominican. You know he he and does that. That's another example. Like you can't you can't. From my perspective, the way the NFL is, like you can't—they—they they try to give it with an NBA approach. Like Kevin Durant is going to be Kevin Durant, no matter where you put him. No matter where you put him, that's going—that's going to always be the case. But with the NFL, not so much because look at what Sue did in Detroit, and then they gave him this super giant contract, and they sent him out to uh, Miami. And what has he done down there? You rarely hear his name, with the exception of stepping on people and maybe slapping somebody's helmet or a face mask penalty. Rarely hear about him. So it's really more of a systematic thing as opposed to an individual player thing in the NFL. So I want the Lions to stop approaching it like, oh, man, let's go down to Dallas and go pick up Ezekiel Elliott. And then he runs for like three yards the entire season. And then it's Ezekiel's fault and not the Lions' fault. It's ridiculous. And not the Lions. So now what about the coaching situation? Now when you when you stop and you look at, you know, now people are finally indifferent about Jim Caldwell being the coach that can actually lead them to a successful postseason or a successful season, just a successful regular season, what do you feel, though, when it comes to Jim Caldwell? As a Fire him. Fire okay, well, that's just feeling. <laughs> I guess that's how you tell him how you really feel. Dear Fire Jim him Caldwell, and don't look back. You're not the only person saying We're flushing um, we are flushing again. Um, what do you? Okay, so if you had to look at at the coaching pool right now, what do you see um, as a good fit? If you can name somebody that's in the in the coaching the pool of coaches that are, you know, drumming their fingers on the desk waiting for that call, who would be a good fit? Um, I will put Josh McDaniels out there, Adam Gacy. 
I will put out there. Um, where is Josh he McDaniels going? Is the, Adam is going nowhere. Adam is fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of I mean, stuck. Um, that, yeah, he's stuck. I mean, coaches that have lost their jobs or coordinators that have lost their jobs that could actually come in and be the next HC for Detroit and take Detroit to the next level. Um, I like, believe it or not, I like Kyle Shanahan. Hmm. He comes yeah, from a, like a nice lineage, though. He comes from a nice yeah. lineage. Pops was everything oh. right there. And low key, you kind of think. Okay. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna switch to coach? You think they're gonna do that? No, because Martha uh, Ford is the president. You said no, Martha no, Ford is the president. Actually, no, it's it's on mm. the table. It's being looked at. Is you know, but I agree with. You as far as I wouldn't be shocked if Caldwell was there for another season, but it is on the table. It, it is being looked at, evaluated. Could this have been the problem? And I also oh, yeah, like I um, yeah. Pep, Pep Hamilton from uh, Indianapolis. He is. He's oh good. yeah. He yeah, great. he's the offensive coordinator there. He's great. At this point, I'm anybody but Caldwell. If you have a high school student that has a really good understanding of the X's and O's. <laughs> You need a degree. You don't need a diploma. (laughs) 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 You need a degree and some NFL experience, like one or the other, until they break that rule. Because oh my gosh. Yeah, as long as you can write. As long as you can write the letter X and the letter O, I'm quite comfortable with you being uh, a better coach than Caldwell. I just, I don't know, that guy, he's, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know how he ended up here. I was really optimistic at first when he first touched down, looking at his, his resume, but, I mean, it took me a season to see. Honestly, I, as much as I hate this dude, I would rather have Jim Swartz come back as the actual coach of the Lions before another season of Jim Caldwell. He seems satisfied with, yeah, he seems kind of satisfied with, with uh, this obscurity, like we made it to the playoffs, okay, well, great. That's not the objective of the season; it's not to make it to really the playoffs. See that? I don't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that's that kind of like his. Action. That's kind of like his thing, though. Like, don't fire me. We made it to the playoffs. How many people did that? Like, okay, and your point being. <laughs> yeah, because he just time, made it to the playoffs. But, 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 but at the same time, yes, you did make it to the playoffs. Yes, you did. Um, but here's the problem. You let Green Bay come take your title of your don't Sure did. Yep. yep. And so in doing so, you you pretty much kind of invalidated your whole season about making it to the playoffs because you didn't win your championship, and and you had the opportunity to that you know. So it's like, it's, how can you really be like, well, we made it to the playoffs, but man, y'all lost y'all NFC championship to Green Bay, and they won. Right. And and Green, that's okay. Green Bay beat who I wanted them to beat. Not the right. second go round. I I didn't know what happened when they played the Falcons. Apparently, somebody had knockout drops or did something to them. It was Aaron Rodgers was out there like, dude, what is going on out here? I'm throwing the no, but nobody wants the ball today. Nobody, nobody. So it was a little, ugh. it was strange that day. But they beat who I wanted them to actually beat. So I got a question. Where's Where's Josh McDaniels? Um, let's see. Josh, where are you? Well, apparently, 
nobody cares if that's a close. Let's see what that's in. That's pretty fast. Well, yeah. he is it's, it's really interesting how, you know, I think that both these teams are going to have a lot of work to do, um, even though that, you know, quote-unquote Detroit had the better season, if you really want to say that. Um, you know, you know why Detroit had a better season? Let's let's keep it real. Had the NFC North not collapsed on its own self and imploded, Detroit would not have had that season. Detroit would have still been in the number three spot. Detroit oh, yeah. got lucky and capitalized on the the Vikings and the Packers for like five games straight. Like I don't know what's going on out here. I they I get paid on Tuesday. Like that. <laughs> for five weeks straight, they were lost. They just did not have it. So the Vikings and 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 when you're looking at losing, when you're losing divisional games, and the Lions aren't losing those same games in the division, of course the Lions are going to rise above. But it wasn't like the Lions had like the Falconess season where they were coming through just like throwing Chinese stars at people like, "Bell, we did this." And no doubt they did right. have to come from behind. How many games just to win? People are going to start all watching of- that, like if you will see, and that's not going <laughs> to pretty much work. all of them. <laughs> No, we can't. Well, so they had a lead one. Working. They had a lead one game, and I think they end up losing that one. <laughs> I really so do. I think, I think they only had. No, you got to do. You got to do more than that. You got to. <laughs> you have to have. You have to have a clear goal in in sight. You know, when it comes down to how you're going to build your team, and what you're looking to do for the you know next season. And I agree. You know, definitely agree with Nas as far as like, man, you know. I'm not getting rid of Stafford because he balls. But I am getting, oh, rid, of, getting rid of some of these other weaker leaks like, you know, um, Golden Tate. And, I, you know, I will, I'm like you. I would keep Aaron Golden Tate because is he's under definitely contract. proven to me. Uh, uh, he got to produce, though. And he didn't really produce this year. He did okay. But, you know, I, I think it's I think it's just time for him to, you know, Move on to a different team that can better use his services, and it's just not Detroit is just not the best fit for him at this moment in his career, from what I can see. You know that could be a that that could be a thing of the scheme or, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, I do believe that Anquan Bowden definitely boosted them a lot this year and helped them out with his play, and to keep him another year, you know, as a veteran to lead that receiving core would be. You need that, you know. You can't just have all young people there and who's never been, you know, been to the, been there for a while. So you just definitely do need that. Um, as far as Caldwell goes, uh, I'm on the fence only because, you know, like cause, you know, it has to tell you for the past two, three seasons we talked about Detroit so much it's like sickening right. <laughs> to a point. So when but, they said you know, put from, out in the from, universe, it'll come to pass. We did it on accident. Yeah, so. When we were, and we wasn't really trying to, but it was more like one of those things. Like, all right, well, man, shoot, you know, we see what you're doing, y'all. A little, you're too aggressive this year. Now you're like docile as heck, and now you found the in between thing. But they still have a ways to go to to really be a, a dominant team, you know, as, as dominant, at least as dominant as Green Bay or somebody, you know, or Minnesota can be in, in the division. You can't mention Chicago in that because they haven't dominated, in, in, you know, in that in the um, conference in a while. Um, but with them, I do see there's definitely room for improvement. I mean, yeah, think about it. In regards to the collapse and who they played, 
you know, um, all that being aside, they still had a pretty good season. They had definitely have more to build on than the Bears have to build on at this moment, you know. So I think if they take the – depending on what pluses and minuses they ascertain from, um, you know, from this past season, who, who knows, you know. If they fire Caldwell, um, I wouldn't be totally surprised, to be honest with you. Um, but I really don't think they're going to. I think they're – for some reason, I feel like they're happy with what he's done so far. And they may give him another year and see what he can do. Yeah. Will that be – I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I wouldn't be surprised about, you know, any move they make, you know, as far as he goes. Like, if they let him go, I wouldn't be surprised because it's like, all right, well, man, you got to stay, but you still lost the division championship, so what? You know, which could very well be the mindset. Or the mindset could be, okay, we got to the playoffs. Let's see what we have to build from here. What can we do for next year? You know, that that too could be what their, you know, what the angle is. And it, we're all on the outside looking out, outside looking in to speculate. You know, so for us, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, our feel for it. But the bottom line is we won't know what moves they're going to make until they make them. And we'll either be happy with them, disappointed with them, shocked by them, or indifferent, you know, when it comes down to it. I'm just saying I'm available. If they need some help with recruiting um, and staff management, I'm I'm available. I'm available. I watched a lot of Apprentice, and I know how to say you're fired really well. They watched a lot of Apprentice. I, um, yep. You're fired. Well, right about now. Uh, you said yeah, you're fired. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I know. I'll, new you know, qualifications. You're like, I'm just doing it. You're fired. You're fired. Hey, you made it to the playoffs this year. Congrats. You're fired. You're fired. Well, that's better than they've been doing. So I, I wouldn't doubt if they gave them one more year, but I, I wouldn't be shocked either way. Either they're going to give them another year or they're not. Um, but I don't. I can't see them letting him go right now. I know if you. I think they just need to tweak a few things, and they'll be back in the running if they are mentally strong enough to do it. And that chemistry has to be right. So um, I'm not going to put them back in the number one spot yet. I really need to. We'll, we'll be spending off season time with them, so we'll see how it goes, especially after OTAs and training camp starts. We'll see what we're looking at. We'll definitely. Revisit this again after the draft. See who they've picked up. Um, after they've picked up quite a few in free agency, because they haven't been making a lot of noise. Like the Bears have started signing people, and the Vikings are on the cut. Everybody, um, your mama's not safe here right now. Thing so, and and Green Bay has done nothing. I think they're well. No, take that back. Green, you know what? Green Bay is Green Bay. They've done something, but. Is is Green Bay? Um, they did release um, James Starks, but that's a conversation for next week. And so I wonder where he's going to go because a couple teams need running backs like mine. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> they do. Um, so that's that's a, a a key thing that needs to be addressed when it comes to Minnesota that run game, that run game, and that that air game combination would be lethal. You know, I've got to visit next week 
the whole article that came out from the doctor that says he's never seen a person with Teddy Bridgewater's injury come back within a year. But I mean, Teddy is what twenty three, like yeah. Yeah, he's young enough to do that. You have to take into consideration that he's young. Now, if he was like my age, or in, or in his thirties or something like that, you know, it's in, in, and having know. this injury, so it would take him a little while to probably heal. I don't but, think so, though. You know, I I just I you know I there's some things that may help him. I also want to talk about while well, I have everybody on the line. Addressing the marijuana situation, and I am for it. I am for it. If they have a medical card and they have a set dispensary that these guys can get the product from and they're tested to make sure it is not a few other things, of which I won't put the names of a few other things out here and let you guys know how I know these names or anything like that. But um, I'm kind of for it because the amount of pain that they've been in, I play basketball, Mikey played football, the amount of pain that they're in to have a more natural way to cope with it. There'll definitely have to be rules and regulations. Like, please don't I'm get lit before it. the I game. Mean, please don't do yeah, this before the I'm game. All, like, you can, you can all, do this I'm on Tuesday through, I think through I posted, Wednesday. Um, <laughs> if you want to check it out, ladies and gentlemen, I did post an article on it last week on our Football Fan Rush page on Facebook. So you can go there and check it out. Um, you definitely have to scroll a little bit to find it. But it is on there about – you know, the changes they are attempting to make with the NFL and how they deal with marijuana use. Now, I'm like Cass, you know, I'm a former athlete, and I'm, I'm definitely for it, especially when you consider all the stuff that they give you for a pain to send you out there to play. Yeah, um, yeah, cortisone is now, like so how, good for you. Ugh. You know, right, you know what I'm saying? Cortisone is so good for you. When I, had, when I had plantar fasciitis in my right foot, they put me to sleep to give me the shot. That's how good for you it is. <laughs> right. So, you know, pain went away. I didn't feel nothing, but I didn't have to be put to sleep for it. I don't want to have to go to sleep to to take a pain, you know, something to relieve pain. That doesn't make sense to me. So, you know, I'm, hey, look, I'm going to be 100%. Maybe Ricky Waters was on to something, and they just didn't want to hear it. Ricky Waters was like. Well, that's what it. Well, there's, there's also, the town. Um, there's also another game. show. Another show that's going on, um, I'll have to do – I've got to find it for you, ladies and gentlemen, and then we'll, I'll post it probably next week or when I come across it. But there is a show that's hosted by um, a – I think he's a former athlete. Um, and he, I know he's a trainer, but he also endorses marijuana use as well with athletes uh, for pain management. And he has a new show on one of the networks. Uh, it's him and another um, guy. And they're talking about this. This very conversation we're having, well, how do you I regulate think, it? I think, well, I do think they should get medical cards, and I do think it should. They need to yeah, find a specific dispensary. Go through, go through the same thing, specific, right? You know, yeah, have a specific dispensary. You know, and if we, if you're getting your stuff from anywhere else, holler back after that four game suspension. And I know people are exactly. like, well, how do you do? Do you know? And when you've been in this game and you know what people put on the what and the who, yeah. you know, when, when yeah, you, know you know what's what, you know, you know how to get right. stuff done the right way. Right. So you know, it, it wouldn't be it would it was it's not far fetched for them no. to tag one it's or not. two dispensaries, you know, for, for um, to supply to the to the NFL. Now, does it does it? I, how do you do that as far as when you're dealing with non medical states? That's probably a different situation altogether. It's something that you have to take into consideration as well. But for the medical states, man, you just go. 
this dispensary we use, this is the only approved dispensary you can get your stuff from. Well, you here, have your here's card, the thing. Here, you, know. Here, you know, they, yeah, that, I think that's not one of the few things that they're working out. The few states that are, that don't allow it. And when it comes to the NFL, um, I don't think they're that many. I think they're like three or four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you got to look at L.A., LA's um they have their medical state, Colorado. So, um you know, if you if you're a Broncos fan, you know, do it do you think Colorado um, came with a hammer with theirs. They just like buy weed. That should be like the sign when but, you know, but but the great thing about it when you go do your research on it, because of their the way their laws are, they've increased they've made more you know, the tax money made from it's been crazy. All of the, you know, violence has gone down. Major crimes have gone down. That's because people sitting at home. Oh wow, it's a relaxing. lot of states, though. It's a lot of states. You know, that, there's, um, there's so much. There's so don't much have it. that's been positive. Really, Texas? Positive, really, Texas? By it. <laughs> yeah, Texas ain't trying to get on there. They really? Are, you know, they need oh, to. Texas need to come on and jump on with it because you know it's a big What's, state, dude. Well, they could use I a mean, revenue. I wouldn't. Wisconsin, I'm not surprised. Um, but really, Texas? Yeah, Texas ain't on board yet. They still slow with it. Virginia, what's good? I think, good? I think, I I think in Texas, in Virginia, like what? I, don't I think in Texas you can that. only. You have to. I think Texas has one where you have to. You, you can use it, but you have to have a specific. You have to have like epilepsy no, in order to get it. Like you know. No, if you're dropped for it, you have to have the the. According to this, if you're ever, if it ever comes in question, just to think this paragraph shorter. If it ever comes in question and they find out that you have this substance in your system, you then have to prove that you have a need for it, but you can't get it there. Mm. So it's like somebody shipping marijuana to you or you going out of state, because I think um, Louisiana might be the closest they can go. Let me see. Where can they go get theirs from? Is it Louisiana? Or somewhere, That's whatever it is. Whatever it so, is. You know, um, out of the, there's only one, two, there's three, four, five, six. There's 28 legal medical, medical marijuana states, including, right, there's 28 well, and legal. also D.C. So, there's 28 Texas medical legalized, however, Virginia there's Virginia's not on there. Georgia's um, not on there. There's seven with who have um, done who, uh, legalized rec- recre- recreational use? So, Rick if you are in one of these seven states, if you're in Maine, don't don't do it. If you play in the NFL, don't don't do Massachusetts. It. Don't. Ignore uh, this part of Massachusetts. Don't Colorado. Hey, I'm just telling you where you can do it. Where you can do it um, legally for recreation. Now, yes, as far as no laws passed. Um, Idaho, Utah, Wyoming, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, Iowa, Wisconsin, Indiana, Kentucky, West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina. Now, Those one of those states, let no. me backtrack, because I just got hit by Mrs. Virginia herself. Okay. 
Okay. She said that while it is not listed as a state, they don't have a dispensary or anything there. It's not listed as a state. You are allowed to obtain in the state of Virginia a medical card for medical marijuana use. So, but I mean, so, that's not one of the so states how, that have a football team. So how can you? But how can you like? Get, what's the point of you being able to get the card if you can't get the marijuana? But you can get marijuana because basically, card. so if right, I can get the car, but say I go up to I don't know. I can get the car and then I have to drive to Maryland. <laughs> Pretty much, you said right. Virginia, right? No so doubt, I can get no. The car, Virginia, and depending yeah, on and where I, go, I am in Virginia, or DC, I can drive DC, up to Maryland. Get my medical marijuana with my prescription. And come on back home, and if I get caught with it, I'm like, yo, here's my medical card, here's my prescription, and Virginia will let it ride. That's crazy. Well, in all that's like Texas, but, but, that's but you know what? That's not. But I, I, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take too. that. Yeah. I would take at least, that. at least I can get the card. You know, and, right. and then if I go somewhere else and get it, I'm not getting in trouble because you allow me to get the card. I just can't buy it here. But right, how do like you Wisconsin do, how do you deal is like, with that? No. Wisconsin ain't trying to have a prescription for it. And the funny thing is, like, we only do duck hunting here. It doesn't even make sense for them to be like, no, because they're in between two states that are like, yeah. Three states that are like, yeah. (laughs) So Minnesota. Yeah, so Minnesota, Illinois, and Michigan. Awesome. And then on top of that, you got Canada right above you. So, but at the same time, well, Indiana's not legalized it, but you can go over to West We don't Virginia even care nothing about Indiana. No, Indiana is not yeah, a state. You, Whatever. A, um, she said Indiana is not a state. She took away y'all statehood. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, but what I will say, when it comes to my, marijuana and the medical use of marijuana, which means that it's not but you get on the street with 89,000 names of how well you'll feel for about an hour. Um, <laughs> the healing effects of it in the long term are so much better than being shot up with cortisone and all these other drugs. A lot of these other <clears throat> painkillers are what is helping that transition to becoming an addict. Because when you're out of the league, you don't have that access or sometimes even the money for the painkillers that they are shooting directly into your system. That stuff True. goes through your liver. Those create long-term effects, which become more disheartening than favorable. So marijuana is natural. It's something that will always be here as long as you don't chemically treat it, um, dry it out, have a nice evening. But the healing properties that medical science is learning, they don't want to put their stamp of approval on it because they're still stamping medical drugs to help you. Um, it's they're, they're starting to see with cancer patients, with people with epilepsy, with young children, they're starting to see the, the healing powers because it's more natural. It's starting to help the body develop its own defense system or, or its own way of healing itself as opposed to the chemical makeup of 90% of these medicines which break down your body's natural ability to do this. And in the long term, after so much of this, especially going through your liver, it no longer works, and now you're stuck. Exactly. I mean, I the, the this, thing this, about this, it. This, this can, I'm going to be honest. We'll probably see more careers going toward 40. I'm not even going to lie. Then ending it. I, w- I wouldn't doubt it because I would. I wouldn't doubt it because now you're taking away that very thing that dulls the pain. 
you know, so now I'm not out there playing like I, I'm not hurt because I can't feel it. You know what I mean? Right. Or I'm just like, okay. It, so it puts you in a position where you can be a lot more um, manageable as far as the, tra- the the pain goes. Because we all know doctors do not cure people. They just treat symptoms. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's that's all we do. That's all the medical field does is, you know, uh, medical doctors, they are taught to prescribe medication and treat symptoms. You know, when you want to cure something, you find there's a cure for it. That means it doesn't happen again. But everything that they put out on the market has some type of side effects, you know, where, you know, your eyes, you might lose an eye, your, your toe might fall off, you might have leakage, you, all this crazy-ass stuff just to, <laughs> to, to treat a symptom. <laughs> you oh, know. Yeah. Nas, what were you going to say? What, what, are, what are your thoughts? I, look, I'm not I'm not Bill Clinton. I inhaled damn that. I don't I I, I don't agree with the prescription pill thing, but I'm gonna be honest, I've been in pain before and I've been high and in pain before and the only thing it really did was make me sleep and eat and the pain really didn't subside. So my thing is not so much with the actual trying to find an alternative to actually making it better better for NFL players to not be injected with all of this crap. But I'm just going to be honest, I never smoked a blunt that made my legs stop hurting. That's never happened. So maybe I've been smoking the wrong kind of weed. Um, Well, that could probably be true. Well, what you're dealing dealing with is you have to understand there's two two major chemicals in marijuana. There's a TAC and there's a CBD. But your body has CBD already, which is cannabinoid for those who don't know what the definition is. All right, so the cannabinoid part of it, is the actual medical part. That's the medical part and the medical ingredient inside of marijuana. THC is the psychoactive part. That's the part that makes you kind of like, you know, feel feel the high. So if you actually take CBD by itself, you don't get high. You don't get the psychoactive effect. You get the medical benefit. These are things you know, that so people the, don't know. <laughs> these are things that people, people don't know because all they know is, right. oh, man, it's just weed. No, it's, it has. You have to, if you want to really it's get there, into this right. argument or into the discussion, then you have to do some research and you have to go. You have to be uh, be informed, you know. And then you can come sit down with the table and have a conversation. I can't have a you know I can't have a conversation with a misinformed person because it's not a conversation if you don't know what he's talking about. You can't. And that's you the difference the between prepared. medical. That's the difference between medical marijuana and having that medical card and getting that prescription for it because that's what they're going. That's what you are to be prescribed and not. You know, the stuff that you get, you got 10 or $20 and you get it off the street. I've heard that before. I've heard people say it works and then it doesn't work and then it worked last week. It doesn't work this week. Those right, are so, things that people are doing and they're altering the process of what it actually is and what it can do for you. And the medical state, and when that's prescribed for you, that dispensary has to give you that, Period based off of what was prescribed for you, and then you'll start to see the pain and healing effects. And it it may not work for everything. Everything isn't for everybody, but it's a much better alternative than the amount of drugs that are put into your body that go through your system, including your liver. Exactly. I mean, you know, uh, breaking news right now, um, the Packers picked up free agent Stephen Gilmore to, a few minutes ago yeah. from what I just see here from um, oh, okay. Stadium. Welcome, Stephen. Uh, let's see. Welcome. Uh, the, Patriots hired, the Patriots hired Chip Kelly as their offensive assistant. Chip Kelly, yes, um, they did. The Patriots so, now have Chip Kelly. So they are not going to be great they, anymore. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it is damn. now anybody's Super Bowl. It's over. It's 
<laughs> you have now officially put your you have now officially put yourself in the running for Great you know. Life. Let's go, Minnesota. You know. I won't work. I can't play my suspense thing. So that's what happened. Those these two little things that popped up on my Twitter feed as far as what's going right now with the NFL and the uh, free agency. So, you know, congratulations to those two gentlemen. Uh, we'll, we'll see what, what happens with uh, the Patriots now that Chip Kelly has taken over at the offensive assistant. Hmm. Ah, boy, I'll just tell you. Hey, now anybody's Super Bowl. AFC is wide open. Did y'all talk about the Super Bowl? Did I miss that part of the conversation? Yes, yes, uh, I opened we, we, up you and know, we I briefly, congratulated. Yeah. I opened the show and I congratulated it. the New England Patriots. As you as you stated, it was Happy Tom Brady Day, and I don't want to hear any more about that last play was not a touchdown. Let me explain something to everyone, you Falcons fans and you Patriots haters. They were down twenty-eight to three. The fact it really that doesn't it matter at that overtime, point. Right, Thank you. y'all should be just stop. Thank you. Stop. Thank you. Just stop. Because at this point, Don't do at it. that point, who really, you really can't, you know. And that was the thing. It was like, well, man, it wasn't a touchdown. I was like, you know what? It doesn't really matter. They let them come back by twenty five points. <laughs> they can't. They went. You went to overtime. So, so who can't? So like, they came back and took it to just overtime stop. on them. Really? You you, you really mad? Go. You can't be mad. I mean, like, it, it's just over now. And you can't. And, there, and, and unfortunately, had, and unfortunately, there are no reviews or replays of the touchdown or scoring points in overtime. So, ain't like we can go back and revisit it anyway. It's done deal, buddy. So whether I he wanna, got I wanna, his, wanna, his that, was down or not, that, it don't matter. That, that play is on. It's available on YouTube. I've been talking to cats like all week about that. First of all, his arm had crossed the plane before his knee before, touchdown. They're taking yeah. a picture, and that's all right. that matters. So. Right, that was a good touchdown. Also, I want to say I was wrong. I actually said that the Falcons will get blowed out. Um, I will say this. I didn't even break a sweat at halftime. I saw the fans on um, the Falcons, the Rise Up dudes and whatever, and was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so Uh pathetic. Um, Because I knew that the coach name was Bilicek and the quarterback name was Brady. So as long as those two were on the field, the the Patriots could have been down by 50 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter, and I would have been like, yep, here you go, comeback time. Um, so I was wrong in that prediction, but I don't think it's any doubt, and I would love for somebody to ever try to argue me down about the fact that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all yeah. time. There's no – Yeah, I, can't even, and I don't even like Tom Brady. I agree. I totally agree. She said I don't even like him, and I have to agree. <laughs> I, but you know it's funny because uh, what's his name is not giving up that title just so easy. I was just looking at the card. Well, who is it? Uh, hold on. Oh, they took it down. Da, 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 da. I forget who it was. Um, it'll come to me in a few seconds. Anyway, one of the uh, um, past Joe Montana says he would not call Tom Brady the greatest of all time. And I don't know if that's because he's still alive. If I was Joe Montana, I wouldn't either. <laughs> like, I'm if Joe, I was Joe dude, Montana, I calling him a greatest. Dan Marino, Troy Aikman, John Elway. Now, I might, I, that's a little sensitive. Well, yeah, you know, that's, that's, 
They were playing football. So, they now, were playing uh, football now. when you could like hit somebody like for real, like throw a dude in the stands, and so they feel like he ain't playing through that. He ain't the greatest quarterback. Right. It's always no, gonna like, happen. Come on, man. Like, like the rules have changed since he's been quarterback. You know all of this and all of that. And, it's you know, it's not like when we were playing. Cause you gotta think about it. Back when they were playing, man, it was all hoes bar, dude. Man, they were hitting major hits. Now you be like, all right, you see a you see a hit like that every once in a while, and like you got to hope it's not Mike flag. Like if they would have been those would have been horror movies. <laughs> in the eighties, we you know. kids. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know. He he need to the game always gets different. I mean, I, I hate when people use that excuse. It was a point in time where playing in the field, you only had to have one bar across your helmet. So that means that right. what those cats. Yeah, I mean, it's the game is always evolving, and now we got this concussion thing going on. So it's going to be some changes in apparel. It's going to be some changes in hits. It's going to be more analyzed. You know, every year it's some new restriction or whatever else. It's like a car. You know, it's the same thing. Every year it's a new model and it's a different car. It doesn't mean the mm-hmm. car that came before it or the car that comes after it. It's garbage, yeah. you know. So to win to win that amount of rings, and especially the way he came back, it ain't even so much the game. The way he came back and all the other drama with the flake gate and Godell having to hand him the trophy. I mean, to even have that argument, you. I mean, you. You just you're petty and childish. I'm yeah, sorry. that's how I thought. I was like, let it go. <laughs> Stop, you know, guys. I'm just, over. you know, I, I I look at it from the standpoint of, and I and I had to tell people this, and like everybody wants to give the all time thing. I'm like, well, all time hasn't died yet. So what I look at as he's the best quarterback to date, and I'll give him that because he is the best quarterback in the game to date. But I make room for the fact that there's going to be somebody that comes back, comes along after him. Who may be who will possibly do greater things than what he's done in this game? Dak Prescott's definitely on par for it, you know, and well, off to mm-hmm. a great start. So, you know, okay, he probably I can't <laughs> co-sign that yet. You don't have um, to co-sign. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to get another year up on this belt. I'm just saying he's off to a I'm great start. I'm waiting on him to get another size. Yeah, you, you say a little size. <laughs> You know, but mm-hmm. I'll give, that's, and that's about as much respect I can give. Like you know, and like in that in that in Belichick's system, yes, he's the greatest quarterback today, bar none. Okay. I don't, you know, I respect I'll, that. I'll give him that, you know. But as far as like greatest of all time, I ain't giving him that title yet. You, you got a little bit more to you got, and, and it, it's not even about the, foot, the the how many Super Bowls you win. And like shit, you were you were the first person to win five. You know, you just the first quarterback to win five. That's it. But you're not the first person to win five rings, so it, it, it would be different and a little bit more significant if you were, but you're not. You know, uh, so I look at it from the standpoint of, like, you got five rings in the past, what, eight years? Has it been? I know. Or however long it's been. I, I know time. Yeah, like, what else do I got to do? What, what else know, do I got to do? Nothing. He's good. He's good. Really I mean, you have to you do know, nothing. He's no model for all. I don't care shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you don't yeah, like Tom Brady. Like, you know, I'm like, that's, I'm just being honest with you. He ain't like my favorite quarterback or, or the quarterback of my team, so I'm not really – it don't bother me what he does. I could care less. I am not a Tom Brady fan. You know, and – Well, I don't and, hate him like that much, said, but I, I just, you know, but, but I, but, I mean, but, he made it happen. But I give him, you know – I'm not a fan, but I respect, you know, I respect the numbers in his career. And that's about as much he can get from me as that. That's it. 
I, I'm, I'm not I'm not a bandwagon person, so I'm not you know going to be like, oh, my God, he's the greatest. My boy is no, not here for it. My boy is not here I'm for not, it. I, you know, I don't do that. So with so that being said, just, and us now knowing you're not here for it, you're not with the shit. Um, not at all. You're not here for it. <laughs> we do have Nas. Nas is becoming a regular. Love having Nas on, but you got to check Nas' show out. Nas, um couple co-hosts. One of them is our show producer, Ms. Danny. Um, and that is Life and Shit Radio. You can find Life and Shit Radio every Friday. Is it 7.30 or 8.30? Like, because he's East Coast. Uh, yeah, and we're off the chain. 7, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time is when the show starts. Um, you can check them out on Blog Talk Radio. Our producer, Danny, is a co-host. Is one of the yeah. co-hosts. Um, Along with um, their other co-hosts, Will, and the show is actually great, man. They talk about some very different subjects. It's not all, you know, the same thing. It's it's about life and shit. So you know, you talk. They talk about life and other shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very wholesome. Show. Everything. You, it's it's you no can put, you can put whatever you want under that title, and it's no holes barred. No you know, part. a few weeks ago oh, they were yeah. talking. You know, they had a they they had a, they had a um, show on sex this past weekend. They had one about um, uh, they did a, they did the '90s radio '90s music um, the other day. So, you know, and Black History and things like that. So they're you know so they talk about they talk about everything: politics, sex, money. You know, you uh, Drugs, you, you want to know about roll, it, want to talk about it, all of it. Give them a call on Fridays when they're on the air, and definitely join the conversation. You would not be disappointed. Um, as for us, you can always catch us here on Blog Talk Radio on Sundays, talking about our favorite subject, football, and the NFC North, um, along with all the other stuff that goes on around the league. Um, because you know, it's, it's we love this game. It's fun. You know, um, you can also catch us on TuneIn app. Um, we are also download to the Apple Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Um, you can do that at a Football Fan Rush or FFRN. Just you know, do a search and you'll find us. Follow us. Mm-hmm. Always ask us questions. If you have any suggestions about things you want to hear us talk about on the show, as far as your favorite player goes, or you know anything related to that, be free. If you want to just talk about some general stuff, we'll do that too. We don't have a mind. We make we make a little segment for you know for our fans and for our listeners to do so. And you can always check us out, like I said, here on Blog Talk on Sunday. So we definitely are looking forward to next season. We're getting ready for the draft to happen. Free agencies happening. And combine. Um, I will be in You know, and the combine is happening. So we're going to be in, in the Indy for the combine, and that <laughs> should be an experience. We definitely want, you know, hey, if you all come out, come come see your players. I think Is it open to the public now this year? The combine? Kind of, sort of. You have so. to register for it. You have to register for mm-hmm. it. Okay. I did that. You All know, right. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yes, yes, yes. So we will be at the combine to see the future NFL players do a test out and see what they do. I might even just jump in and do a test myself with my old body Uh-oh. and see if I can lift <laughs> I'd have to do some major getting in shape to go ball right now. I mean, some major getting in shape. <laughs> But I think it would be fun just to, you know, hold a combine. Like, we should do that, Cass. Let's hold, a, like, a, our own little combine, invite people out, you know, former athletes and you things like that, and just test ourselves. We're going to have to have the biggest waiver in the world. Like, if you hey, look, crack a nail if you will sign the waiver because if you fall over, it's on your own. Responsible. It, it is on you. I'm not responsible if you break a leg, tear a toe. <laughs> 
So with that being said, I'm excited. I'm excited because the Super Bowl gets to come to my second home, of which I'm here now, Minnesota. Hey, really, really excited. A lot of big things are being planned. A lot of people are like, oh, it's cold. Come here. Come have a ball. Literally, if you're in the Midwest, this might be your best Super Bowl shot. Because I don't know when it's going back to Detroit. It ain't never going to Chicago. And it's oh, no. like we, it'll never be here. Four degrees. So, like she said, if, if yeah, you are in the Midwest, on. you want to go to Super Bowl next year, we all Bowl. had an event in Bank Stadium. So. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. The things that are going to be going on, if you just want to be downtown, downtown has enclosed walkways. If you're really afraid of the cold, you never have to set foot outside. From Target Center all the way to U.S. Bank Stadium, Nicolette Mall, the restaurants. It's going to be cracking. Y'all should really come. Um, amazing, amazing city to come. Enjoy everything from food to tell us two cities. Go over St. Paul. Check out St. Paul. Great suburbs. Amazing people. So I am so proud that we're hosting the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 52. I'm so proud. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. I, I can't wait myself. Like going you said, down. it's close enough to drive to now. Nah, get a coke. Come on, what's up? Get a coke. Yeah, you might as well, man. I know it's not Miami. You might, you might look, man. You might as well start. When does it come to Miami? Start. Is it in two years? We'll be back down in Miami. Is it two years? I in believe two years? so. Because we go to Atlanta and then Let Miami. Me see. Again. Do I have it? Yeah, I, I could. Do, you know what? I have to revisit Miami because my my first trip there um, didn't leave a good taste in my mouth uh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I need to revisit so I can like you know. Um, have a better feeling about about Miami and, and about what it has to offer. Because uh, like cool. I said, I spent two That's weeks. I gone. spent two weeks there. And was, yeah, I was like, eh, I'm, I'm over it. My hands hurt. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got 60 seconds left. We want to thank you guys for tuning in, despite the fact that football is gone for now. But we're still here to keep up with all of the highlights, the moves, the shakes, the laughs, the fun, the diehard fan opinion. So thank yeah, you. We can't we'll wait for you guys you tune in. Definitely. So yep. we'll talk to you guys next yeah. week. You all have a and great day. Um, it's actually 40-something degrees in Chicago today. I, I'm pretty sure some persons outside with some shorts and T-shirt like a fool, but, hey, go outside and enjoy yourself. Get some fresh air, and we will catch you all the next time around. Nas, as always, thank you for coming on to the show, chit-chatting with us, man. We definitely appreciate it. Love when you come on because you bring your sense of humor, and it's just always off the chain. In other words, you all have a great day, and we will talk to you all next week. Be cool. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.